What is up, mi gente? This is Luis Martinez, your co-host. And this episode is a spotlight on a Latino Latinx creative. Her name is V Castro. She is a Latina, Mexican-American author that is now living in the UK. And she just released a book that's based on the Aliens franchise. It's based on the character Vasquez from the first Alien movie. And it is a story about her background and her life. Um, she actually got permission from Disney for the IP, so it's all canon, and we had a really cool talk about living in the UK, her books, um, being an author, and a bunch of other cool stuff. It is just an interview this time, because we did two shows that day, but it is a really interesting book. Um, you can find out more about her by listening to the pod. I'll put the link to her website in the description. And as always, thank you very much for listening. We're at 300 plus downloads per episode for a brand new podcast that's growing. That is a really great numbers and they're thanks to you. So as always, please give a like to this episode. Give us a follow if you haven't already. Share it with some friends. And if you can, pretty please leave a review. It helps us out tremendously and it helps us keep growing and helps keep us us providing you with cool content. So as always, thank you very much for listening and enjoy the pod. Just just kidding. I was going to just put the the dog cam up. The dog cam. Love it. New dog cam. Who this? That should be be our new intro. Just the dogs. Just the dogs. Yeah, (laughs) I had that there. All right, let's get them out of there while they're scratching themselves. What is up, mi gente? It is your boy, Lou Martinez, a.k.a. Big Cheap Burrito. Live with you somehow on a Thursday mm-hmm. at eight in the morning, California time. Eight in the morning. Look at us waking up early and being productive. Look at us. What's Look up? At us. Mm. Look at us adulting, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, live with you, um, San Diego, California, Chula Vista, the Burrito Lounge. Me, hent this show. But um, good reason to be live early in the morning because mm-hmm. we have a guest from across the pond. Across the pond. I'm excited about this one. Um, I almost put the Lizzie in the box intro, but I was like, I don't know how she feels about the whole Lizzie in the box thing. We should ask her. We should ask ask it. Ask that to her question. So um, (laughs) I had uh, seen this guest of ours on a poly Latino slant show. um, And she was talking about her books, which are based, one of her books, which is based on the character Vasquez, which was the um, Mexican-American chick from the first Alien movie. Um, and who was kind of a badass. And um, mm-hmm. she wrote a whole book around her as a character, which I thought was really cool. And so we've been trying to schedule her on, but she is in the UK live today, uh, evening, early evening for her. But one of, uh, let me try that again. But <laughs> one, uh, um, thanks for coming on for uh, V Castro. Yeah. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. An award for best intro montage goes to <laughs> me hint this show yes. thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. honestly okay a love that bill of <laughs> and b i think that song is going to be in my head for like forever <laughs> right it's been stuck in my head I ever since we put it on that it's fabulous thank you so much i love that that was like classic <laughs> thank you shout out to our friend Kurt Grewan, who um, I think he found those he found those vocals like on a like a website where you can find like 
recordings and stuff like that. And yeah. then he added he added the music to it. So I love that. That was fantastic. <laughs> for a for a non Latino, he he does have a lot of flavor. So I uh, mean that that was that yeah. that was caliente. Yeah, he gets the yeah. uh, he gets the spicy award for <laughs> <laughs> for Latinidad. All right. Well, um, V or Violet, uh, thank you for yeah. joining us from from the Hi, UK. Thanks for having me. Um, let's jump right into it. Um, the book that's out now is called Vasquez, right? Yep. And it's Aliens Vasquez. Aliens Vasquez. Mm-hmm. And it's based on the, you know, a huge, huge franchise. Um, what difference do you, do you, do you consider this fan fiction? What is, how, how do you define the difference between like fan fiction and in a book like this that takes one of the characters and sort of builds upon it? What's the difference in those two genres? Do you think? Well, I mean, a piece of fan fiction, anybody can write it and you can kind of like do whatever you want with it. You can give it to your friend. You can put it on, you know, um, a website or your own website or on a blog. Um, whereas this, um, I was paid by the license holder, Disney, to write the book and to flesh out the characters. So I had to adhere to the canon, the existing canon, um, and then get approval for Sneezing (laughs) or scratching my nose or anything. Really? Um, Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, it's an official book. It's an official story. And everything in there is now canon. This is the Vasquez story, which I think is fantastic. And I'm, I'm really honored and proud, you know, you know, as a Latina to write this Latina story and to give Mm -hmm. those, you know, those, that authentic voice and background, um, so yeah, that's kind of what makes it different is it's it is official. <laughs> Does that add more pressure, the fact that you had to like get approval and stuff like that or did you did you feel like you had creative liberty? I had some creative liberty, but again, there are some things, you know, again, it's not my the xenomorphs are not my creation and neither is Vasquez. So you do have to stay within certain parameters but basically yeah they said okay as long as you do this this and this and this that's fine and so I was really able to get creative especially when it came to uh her personality her you know certain aspects of her background certain things I couldn't change that were already stated about her but yeah it was nice to um show her growing up and her children growing up in a Latino household and yeah, that was important to me. Absolutely, absolutely. And and the back and forth is it multiple rounds of like, like oh, highlight this. We don't like this. Multiple rounds of that, or do you? Or after they give you like a long list at the beginning, you know, was it pretty, pretty straightforward? I mean, it was pretty straightforward because there's not a lot of, about her, mm-hmm. um, but enough in the xenomorph kind of world where uh, you know, I had to kind of okay. These are certain dates these happened, this thing's happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I had to write a, a really hefty outline and that had to get approval. And once the outline was approved, then it was fine. Oh, nice. Ooh, did they make you rewrite anything? I had to take a little bit of sex out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They were like, can we be more just suggestive than graphic? And I was like, Okay. But why? Why? Exactly. I know. I mean, it, it, it's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun to write. But, and you know, <laughs> but yeah, that was one thing. But other than that, it was a really great experience. 
Um, I'd love to write another. Um, so hopefully that'll, that will happen soon. And, um, yeah, it was, it's really cool. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but when you say like, um, so did they at any point test your knowledge of, like you said, the aliens sort of franchise universe or anything like that to, to be like, you are worthy or it was like, Hey, I got this idea. Go for it. Yeah. It was basically an introduction, um, by someone who wrote for them before and said, uh, you know, this writer has this fab idea. You got to listen to it. So I pitched and, uh, oh, hey, what's Polly. <laughs> what's up, homie? <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. So I basically, he made the intro- introduction and then we, you know, went from there with the editor and um, did the outline, kind of talked about the idea. And yeah, it just went from there. Absolutely. So we always want to try try to get into people's journeys and to the to where they are and, and production wise. Um, so when when did you when did you be, begin to realize that that storytelling was was what you you know were passionate about? Was that something that happened early on? An essay in school, a short story you wrote, or are you just telling jokes or stories? Where did that originate for you? Yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up in a Latino household, and we had loads of stories. I mean, you guys have all heard of La Lechuza, La Llorona, mm-hmm. all of these, you know, lots of urban legends in Texas. And I've always loved books and always been a bookworm. And so I, you know, wrote little stories when I was a kid, just plain and simple, you know, nothing major. And then as I got older, um, I was still always a bookworm, still always reading. But it wasn't until my 30s, actually, that I thought, you know what, I really need something in my life. And there is this passion inside of me, this part of me I didn't, I haven't really allowed to evolve or allowed to just be. And so I started writing. And once I wrote that first book, it just, I A, I couldn't stop and um, it just took off. So that was 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Was that the Hairspray and Switchblades book? That actually the first book I wrote was a Latina vampire um, book called Maria the Wanted. And Ooh. fingers crossed something will happen with that. Um, and uh, then it was Hairspray and Switchblades. And then, yeah, it just kind of kept on. It just, it just snowballed. And it was great that it happened that way. Um, because you get to know more people in the community mm-hmm. and also finding my own voice saying, hey, there's all of these different things in horror, in science fiction, in ghost stories. But what about our stories? What about where we come from? What about our experiences mm-hmm. and and seeing things from a different perspective or different mythologies? So most of my books incorporate um, Aztec mythology and gods and goddesses. Uh, it's really rich and, and, you know, colonization in itself is a horror story. You know, the things that happened to our people um, early on, I mean, that's during the conquest, that is horror. Um, and so, you know, I try to weave all of those different things together uh, and bring characters, you know, how do those, those experiences make us who we are today, mm-hmm. you know, as brown women, as brown men, uh, you know, our job, what we choose to do, how we're treated in life. Um, how is that reflected? 
And how can we look back to have a better future or to, to know more about ourselves? So that's like what I like to write about. And I just, it's just been an amazing journey to like, let that flow. Yeah. Oh, it's layered. It's juicy. I love it. It is. It is. Um, Sophia did go on record with me saying that if there was a, um, a movie that she would shave her head to play baskets. So yeah. Are you thinking, are you thinking about making like this into a movie or something or any of your books? Uh, You know what? Okay. So aliens, it's out of my hands completely. You know, that is for the studio. They have to decide that if they want to make it into a film, it's them. And then, um, they would. I hope approach me to like be part of it in some capacity. I would yeah. absolutely love that. Cause I think it's something that would really resonate with people now. Um, and it would be fun. It would just yeah. be fun to, cause we haven't had an aliens film in a long time. So it's kind of like, come on guys, it's now a clock. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And as far as making my other books into films, um, man, I, I girl, I'm, <laughs> I'm manifesting that shit. Yes. So the <laughs> one, I wanted um, the one that I saw, The Haunting of Alejandra. I was like, um, can I be cast as Alejandra, please? Because like that. Oh, my God. Amazing and horrific. Like Llorona, like the whole concept just got me. Honestly. So Alejandra, um, which is I'm so honored. It was just uh, shown on on today, like the Today Show for one of the books to look forward to next really? year. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Okay. So that comes out in April. Um, but yeah, again, that's like my, you know, we all heard about La Llorona. Mm-hmm. But what's the story behind the story? Because who told that story? Where did it originate? And what would cause a, a woman to do that? Like mm-hmm. go to that extreme. And so it really talks about mental health and, um, you know, the toll that trauma takes, you know, yeah. on, on, on people. And so, yeah, I, I, and generational trauma. Yeah. So it was a really, you know, it was, it was a hard book to write, but one that I needed to write for myself mm-hmm. and, and hopefully to help others, you know, to know that, you know, if you are going through something, you know, there is help and you're not alone. Um, oh. But yeah, it was, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm excited. And that drops on April, you said. Of yeah, that's in April. Yeah, that's in April. Yeah, that drops in April. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, as, um, as a filmmaker um, and a writer, um, sometimes when you're writing something, you, you know, because you, because people ask you, what's the theme of this? What's the theme of that? What, you know, were, were you con- conscious of the themes that you were sort of addressing here? But I myself find that until I get a first draft out or until I write the movie or the story, I don't know what the what the what the actual themes are until sometimes somebody else sees it. Like with Slapworthy, you know, the movie that Sophia was in with us, Ooh. like it took somebody to, to, to take a look at it and be like, oh, you're talking about this, this and this here. And then you sort of go back for yourself. Is it are the are you because, you know, you're talking about all these important things to you being a Latina growing up, sort of representing the culture, all this stuff. Do you go more into it wanting to force these themes into what you're writing or do you write the story, then sort of take a look at it, figure out what the themes are that you're saying and then sort of expand on those? Yeah. Um, you know, I just let the, the story flow if I'm feeling a certain way. And, you know, growing up, um, 
I had a lot of things to work through. A lot of culturally identity, you know, being Mexican-American, it's like, well, where do you fit in? Who are you? Um, different aspects of trauma um, growing up with like, and, and, and how do you communicate those things? And so a lot of times it just comes out in my writing. It just, you know, the story is just that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so sometimes I say, you know what, I'd like to write about that theme, but I don't consciously write a story around it. It just ends up, you know, it's something that's there. And I guess the subconscious works through it and creates these characters in this dialogue. And, um, and, and yeah, so I think I, it's just, I let the story kind of flow and follow through. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you find um, it that it's like helpful to work through, uh, trauma, generational trauma or stuff, um, to write about these topics? A hundred percent. Like Alejandra was just, I remember writing, writing it and being in tears at some point. It's like really like heart wrenching moments. And, but it was, it, I mean, it had to come out. I had to write about these things, um, in that moment. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, you know, the queen of cicadas, uh, is about a hate crime in 1950s Texas. Um, and that was just born of when I literally saw the the story, the entire story when um, it was announced that Jordan Peele was remake, remaking Candyman. <clears throat> and I thought, shit, we need a Latinx Candyman. That would be so cool. And so really I wrote do. Queen of the Cicadas. El Paletero. Because oh, I, I, I became, <laughs> my grandparents were farm workers. Yeah. And so I was like, let's, let's do this. And I just wrote this whole Latinx Candyman based on. Let's yeah. explore. Yeah. yeah. Sophia, you would be a great Milagros. Ooh, I'm in, I'm in. Let's or a Belinda, you'd be a great Belinda. Well, you're, you're, you're very young for Belinda, but you, yeah, we could, we could make, we could put a few creases here. She's thank you, old. thank you. I know, I'm sneaky. Thank you. <laughs> no, but honestly, old, you would, like you that. would be an amazing Milagros. I am in. Don't, t- don't threaten me with a don't good try movie because I will. Do and, it. and I will direct honestly, for, I will direct for scale. nobody invited you all right i'm just saying i'm I'm putting these connections together all right we are live uh we are live with uh v castro straight from the uk you can find more about her uh by going to v castro stories.com yep and you can um order her book aliens vasquez the hunting of alejandra uh and others mestiza blood uh queen of the cicadas uh goddess of filth (laughs) Yeah, a lot of cool stuff happening here. Um, Thank you for everybody that's tuning in. Latino Slam. Polly says, I've read two of B's book now. Highly recommend her work, people. Oh, Uh, thank you. Def Kiss 83 says, just tuned in halfway through Alien Vasquez. Great stuff. Want to check out the rest of her books. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, And uh, Jason G. What's up, my buddy? Jason G. What's going on, man? Good morning. Good morning. Sun is setting over there with me. And like, you guys are streaming early. You should do this more often. Literally, the sun is setting, and I'm like, Good morning, everybody. But it looks like you could see the sunrise. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Guys, um, if you I could help it. me out, we're, we're, we're testing out a new giveaway feature. So if you're joining mm-hmm. us in the chat, uh, type in hashtag Vasquez. And yeah. um, we're going to give away some more 2 a.m. burrito stickers later. Um, 
So I so in terms of those themes and stuff like that, you're writing stories. When do you find your first success that sort of uh, legitimizes kind of what you've wanted to do? What, what was it like a writing competition? Was it a, a published uh, a short story or something? When did you begin to? When did the the desire to tell stories and to sort of bring all this cultural and to reflect on this turn into you actually feeling like it was happening for you? So, you know, my first book, Maria the Wanted, I felt very strongly about and have still have a very strong emotional tie to it. And I could not get it published at all about this this Latina vampire who listens to Selena Quintanilla. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. who doesn't want this? Exactly. <laughs> it's necessary. Um, and, um, and it got it was slow because I ended up saying, screw this. I'm just going to do it myself. Right. But it got my foot in the door and I started meeting people and publishers and it built my confidence. Um, But I think when I really felt like, okay, was when I, um, goddess of filth started really kind of making a little headway. Um, And then the Queen of the Cicadas, and then they they were both nominated for Bram Stoker Awards, and mm. it just kind of. But it's this. It's like in any industry, you're always building up on it. You know, you're always having to create more, promote more, um, and I still feel like I've just barely scratched the surface. You know, I have so many ideas, so many books in me, and still feel like there are so many. more opportunities for expansion. So I I don't know that, like, have you made it yet? I I don't know, because I still feel like, okay, come on now. (laughs) Well, I mean, the meeting with Disney might help, right? You know what? (laughs) When I am sitting in that theater looking at and watching that film of my my book on film, then I'll be like, holy shit. That is the, the when I'm sitting in my, in my, on my sofa under a fluffy blanket with a glass of wine and I'm streaming my, my book, I'll be like, ah! <laughs> yeah. and no, I'd probably be like with a bottle like oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't forget the little people on the way up. Okay. Uh, no, you know what? Honestly, for me, those are the, the people that are with you from the ground up are the people you stay with. Like, no new friend, no new friends, no people who are just there for fake. No, I think like the people who are down with you then and stay with you, that's, that is real. Those are the people that you cherish. Those are the people you keep close to you. The people that come in later that are like, oh, let me, you know, you got to watch it. You've got to be, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, you discerning. Um, but that's true cool. friends will always be like true friends and they'll tell you they'll be real they'll and yeah it's good to have that oh yeah definitely let's um let's talk a little bit about uh sorry let's talk a little bit about your life as a transplant or an expat how do you whatever you call it uh uh, yeah an expat (laughs) uh love that Making the, the 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 jump from the U.S. to the U.K. was that just uh, business wise? Was that life wise? Uh, Love wise? What was the what was your main jump over there? 
Yeah. I, I mean, I moved when I was 27 um, and I'm 43 now. And uh, basically, you know, I was in a relationship and had a child. And so, um, you know, I co-parent here now. So yeah, I'm here. You know, I go back a lot for for cons. All my family are still there. So I go back frequently. Um, but, you know, my children are in school here. Um, I have a life. Uh, and yeah, so that's kind of why I, I'm here. And it's it's nice culturally because it's quite easy to get to different parts of the world. And I've been very privileged and fortunate to like go to Spain and go to Italy and see different places and drive around the UK. Um, and that's been such a blessing, but yeah, it's basically co-parenting. So my kids what is, have their what mom is and the, dad. Um, what is, I mean, we, we know what it's like to be, you know, person of color here. I mean, I mean, we get sort of spoiled being in, like you said, San Antonio <laughs> or San Diego, yeah. Southern California, where, where you're surrounded by, by, by people. But, um, but I, but I imagine I, I also know what it's like to be like in Missouri or, or, or other places like that. So what is what it, what it, what part of that is there a culture shock? Is there is there a downside there in in being or what's what's how does it translate being brown in the U.S. versus being brown in the U.K. Um, it's definitely different in the sense that people think I'm Asian or in, you know or they think I'm from an, another country. They the last thing they'll say is Mexican. Sometimes they think I'm Spanish. I get Spanish, Um, but no, you know, when I'm in the U S it's like, Oh, she's just a Mex, she's a Mexican girl. (laughs) It's quite obvious (laughs) Um, But here, you know, because there isn't a large Mexican community. Now there are, there are quite a few South Americans. So there's a decent Brazilian population. And, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I, I actually have not experienced anything that would make me feel discriminated against or less than, which I'm very grateful. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I kind of, uh, yeah, I'm really grateful for that. And same with my children, no issues, no problems. Um, yeah. Do your kids have British accents? Yes. (laughs) I love that. Do you love that? (laughs) They're very cute. I'm just like, Oh my God, how we grew up so different. Like I was running for the ice cream truck, like buying pickles and like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, and, and like, you know, running through the sprinkler, uh, it's hot all the time. I mean, you know, staying out till like whatever o'clock and my kids Mm -hmm. like so different, um, their upbringing, but it's cute. Yeah. They're adorable. What do you miss the most being over there? The food. The food. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. Say salsa. Oh uh, well, I can make my own, but yeah, yeah. I miss. Uh, I miss tamales. Um, I miss mm. proper chorizo. Um, I mean, when I go, I just eat like everything. Um, and my family, just hanging out with my family, like just. I went to New York um, not too long ago to see my sister. And we just hung out. It was great, you know. Um, and I love going to New York because I go to the botanicas. Um, you know, again, like walking down the street and hearing Latin music blasting from everywhere. Yeah. Um, it was quite a culture shock to walk down the streets of New York and just be blasted with weed smoke. <laughs> like, like you get into the subway and you're like. Oh. Yep. <laughs> freaking subway. Yep. Absolutely. So, so, um, yeah, I mean, those kind of things are just, yeah. Yeah. The culture. Definitely. 
the um and so i um from watching your um your the the interview with polly um mm-hmm. i he brought up and, and you guys talked a little bit about like um your belief system or like you know like all the stuff all the different cultures that bring up the latinidad whether it be like uh you know, naturalism or like spiritualism, like Santa Muerte, all these other stuff. Mm-hmm. How do how do you let all that sort of things uh, influence your writing? Is it do you do you have to believe or or be into everything that that you sort of bring in there, or can you sort of learn about it, analyze it, you know, and then sort of just bring it into your work? How do you how do you how do you deal with that? All of it's in my work because I believe it. <laughs> I have okay. like Santa Muerte all over my office. <laughs> Santa Muertes. I have candles, I have two, you know, statues, um, and I, you know, I burn Palo Santo. I have alternative beliefs, you know, I believe in taking care of this planet. I believe in, um, you know, loving those close to you with all your heart. I try to be a good person and a good soul and, um, you know, always leave people, places, things better then I left them, you know, or I just try to, yeah. And for me, it works. Whereas Christianity, going to Southern Baptist church, going to Catholic church, just was something that did not resonate with me. And maybe it was because it was forced, but also it just, I didn't like the attitude towards people, Yeah, you know, I, it just did not resonate with me. And so what I practice now does and I think it's beautiful and I write about it. If people don't agree with me, that's fine. We're all allowed to have different opinions. We're all allowed to believe different things just as we all look different and come from different places. But for me, um, it is a part of who I am. And again, if people don't like it, they they don't have to read my books, you know. <laughs> what do you, uh, and they don't abs- have to believe it either. It's just no, yeah, of, absolutely. It's the story. Yeah, they could be like, "Oh, okay, I don't necessarily believe that, but it's a cool story." And that's we got a couple. Of, we got a couple of questions coming in, but yeah. I wanted to ask you just a little bit follow up on that because from when when you see it, like for example, like um, in Breaking Bad with like the the twins in the later seasons, and they sort of they're practicing the Santa Muerte and stuff like that. Or like I've seen it in like episodes of like CSI or stuff like that. Do you, do you consciously make an effort to put that there because it's, it's portrayed in such a negative light in most mass media? Does that also go into it for you? I actually have never seen that breaking bad or (laughs) any, I honestly, I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. (laughs) Since I started writing my TV Mm -hmm. is like that. And also, um, we can all learn from and, that. And uh, well, it's just when you're on deadlines and people have paid you, <laughs> you're like, yeah, exactly. you're like, uh, I've been paid to write this book, you're so like, I, I think you don't I have to watch. This you, is you my livelihood. You can binge stuff. Like, all right, let's uh, let's catch yeah. up with a couple of comments here. Yeah. Um, Polly says, "I always get midnight V when she comes on the slant." Absolutely. <laughs> and the Latino slant to Mi Gente show pipeline continues. Um, if you could recast. Um, Vasquez in a new alien movie, who would you like to see or like to cast? That is a real tough one. Actually, yeah. Sophia could be young Vasquez. Oh, Vasquez. sick. Okay, I'll shave my or head. I'll could, do whatever. Or you could be, or you, no, you wouldn't need to, or you could be young Leticia, her daughter. So basically, um, we that's a tough one because the answer is I don't know because <laughs> yeah. you see in the book, uh, Vas Jeanette, 
from a child mm-hmm. to when she dies um, in space. And then Leticia, you see from a, like a teenager to a woman. Mm-hmm. So you would need like six <laughs> Vasquez yeah, women. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I think oh, I think there are so many amazing people that could – be a part of that film um hmm. and i'm as manifesting a, it yeah as an excuse who would you like to work with like actresses that could take on those roles you think annie gonzalez Molly says. i like i i like um Isa, what is her name isa gonzalez. oh isa gonzalez isa yeah, yeah she's i loved her in the dusk till dawn mm-hmm yeah, I love. I that. thought you said you didn't watch shows. Hmm. That was that <laughs> was of oh, uh, before. So okay. I do watch stuff when I have like breaks. Uh-huh. But uh, the thing is, you know, as we were talking about earlier, as you get more momentum and more mm-hmm. books and more things, projects, they just end up like, yeah, dog piling, and you're like, that, ah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I love yeah. Lisa yeah, she's she came like she has a really lengthy career in Mexico too. Like she started out in telenovelas, like really good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, there are so many people, I, I mean, I would love to see Salma Hayek as Rosanna, the, um, the, the Thea. She would make a great Thea. Oh, Salma. Yes. We need to get cast. We need to get cast. <laughs> I know. Come on, Disney. Make the, Disney. where, where is, call me. Exactly. <laughs> It's it's the one oh. thing people are always talking about. They're like, when do we get this film? When is this film happening? And I'm like, light your Santa with the candles and maybe it'll happen. Exactly. <laughs> no, just well, we're going to make it happen. Don't you exactly. worry. Exactly. Annoy everyone on Twitter. Disney, at Disney. At Disney. Yeah. Um, I did want I to I follow up with you on, on the in terms of processing yeah. and the story. Yeah. Because sometimes uh, as a creative, as a writer, you come up with something, you start going through the process, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, that's this, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, so do you have to, how do you, how do you sort of combat that, that, you know, like, do you have like, um, as an author, do you have to vet other stories? Do you have somebody that you lean on to say, hey, I'm writing about this and this? Is this something that seems derivative or something else? And have you had a project that you were excited about that you stopped writing because you felt it was too similar to something else that you had maybe forgotten about or that you had absorbed but weren't really conscious of? I have never stopped a project for any reason. I, When I get an idea or I have something in my heart and I get a story, I stick with it because I love it. And, mm-hmm. and I, um, and typically with the books, if you get a, you get an editor and they're the ones that tell you, yes, okay. no, do that, 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 that. You're kind of close mm-hmm. to this or? Yeah, 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 exactly. So usually the editors are the ones. <sighs> you just write the book, at, polish it, get it to get it to where it needs to be. You give it to, if you have an agent, then you give it to your agent and they'll kind of give you a little feedback, which is great. Like, hey, can you polish this up before we try to submit it? Or this doesn't quite work um, or, you know, in publishing, there are word lengths, like this is too short for this genre. You need to add 20,000 more words or something. Um, and so usually the, it's my agent and then the editor I'm working with, with whatever publisher the book is going to. <laughs> Jenna uh, or- she already has Wednesday, you guys. Stop. Stop trying to take my role, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, 
and she's getting she's getting she's getting um she's getting crap because oh, I guess she had she had COVID while she was filming Ooh. the scene and people. people I think started. that's not her fault though. I, I will say that. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, it later. We'll talk about it later. All right. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. Um Sophia, you have anything right now? As I as I fix my thoughts. <laughs> um, as we okay, as we check I in have... on let's check in on the dog cam real quick. There you okay. go. Okay. Uh, they're still licking themselves cool they're still licking themselves all right they're still in the bed licking themselves that's what happens with the dogs i love it i want to ask ask just well i haven't read the book i haven't had the time but i want to really badly now but thank you spoil it for me um what's vasquez's sexuality um for me both (gasps) yay okay cool i'm very happy yeah i wanted her to have but i thought why not Mm-hmm. You know, um, the you by know, character, Sophia is bursting with flute flavor. I'm now. buying it right now. <laughs> Literally, like I thought, you know, why not? Because there's so many role. There's so many uh, characters that you we don't touch on that mm-hmm. on their sexuality, and I wanted that to be very clear. And they, I was surprised they allowed me to explore relationships with both in the book. Mm. You do get to see that. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was wondering because I'm like, okay, well, she has children. Um, nope. But also, oh. not going to lie, she's very butch presenting. So my assumption And you will gay. find out. You'll, you'll, you'll find out why she oh. she has the short hair, the body, all of it. You get mm-hmm. you get the reason why. Oh, I'm excited. You've sold me. You've sold me. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another satisfied customer. <laughs> as, as the night's. Uh, begins to creep in, in in the UK behind I know, you. It's getting so I dark. Know, it's kind of good lovely. Morning. <laughs> yeah. good, good morning, night. everybody. Good morning. Good and morning. Over here, it's just bright. It's literally like eight thirty a.m. and I'm like pouring mm-hmm. my glass of wine. Good morning, We're guys. Over here, chugging coffee. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> literally, I was going around Someone my room. Someone brings like, me a martini. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was going around my room today, like putting up tape and putting up stuff on the windows. Like I need to block this out a little bit. It's still too bright, but <laughs> anyway, the thing we do for um coveted guest um okay here you go so you have to be either um killed by (laughs) you either have to die by getting eaten by a shark or a xenomorph what do you choose oh oh my god because i love jaws i've Mm. always been a jaws fan um so chewed up in the ocean or burst face hugged and burst out of stomach oh burst chest burster yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. like a quicker way to go, right? I don't know. Yeah, and also that means that you've been able to be in space and how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. And then as opposed to you just fell off a Disney cruise. That's true. Or yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to <laughs> Australia and I'm gonna go swimming. And then it's like, well, that was Tom. a fucking dumb idea. <laughs> um how do you feel about how how do you feel about the alien versus predator movies? So I actually originally pitched to write an AVP because I love AVP in concept. I really wanted to do an AVP, um, but for licensing issues, it just wasn't possible. Uh, so um, I I liked the one when they were in the Arctic, I have to say. It's not perfect, but it was fun. But that's about it. Um, Are you... I, uh... I, I think I need to write one. They need to have me write one. (laughs) A proper one. (laughs) And then how do you feel about like uh, Prometheus? Again, I think 
so when I first saw Aliens, everybody think like knows the space jockey and kind of like how cool that is and how it it kind of ignited this fascination. Um, so I and I liked seeing. It wasn't a perfect story or a perfect film, but I liked seeing the engineers, like that part of that we hadn't seen before. Um, and actually in this book, I wanted to include the engineers and I was told I couldn't, so I didn't. <laughs> okay. But it's a better <clears throat> book because it, it didn't go that way. If they somehow say, yeah, you can add the engineers, then I absolutely would and would love to write a history for them. But uh, again, you know, when it's not your thing, you can't. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't mind Prometheus. I was entertained. And, and you know, Meredith Vickers in Prometheus. Oh, yeah. There's a right. Vickers in the book. Uh, absolutely. So you get a little something different. Well, we... Um, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, what's her name? Charlize uh, Theron. Charlize Theron, yeah. 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 So you get um, Jacob Vickers. Oh. A lot of people don't realize, but we made um well, Sophia was too busy getting her master's degree to to concentrate <laughs> on acting while we were making oh, this sorry, movie. Sorry, Lou. But we we were, we made a movie called Alien Story, which was a uh, sci-fi, well, the way I officially describe it is an allegory about the treatment of alien of uh, immigrants as told through a sci-fi comedy. Love but it. Uh, but we um I named all the characters by giving them names from from the Alien franchise, so they would be like uh, something Murphy or something Big or something like that. So all, yeah. all the characters in Alien Story have at least one surname or part of a name. How from, from fun! The um, so so it's definitely an incredible. It's I mean it's definitely one of the top you know franchises uh, IPs that that you can be involved with. So the fact that you've been able to. Um, begin your career, write a variety of types of books, um, represent your culture uh, and put it out there, you know, just make sure that we give you your flowers for that and, and give you props thank you for, so much. Honestly, for representing thank that. You. that. Honestly, that means so, so much to me. The fact that, you know, La Raza, they're behind it, that they support mm -hmm. it because we need to see this. We need more of these stories. And that's, you know, it's... Um, Publishing is not an easy industry. It's not an easy gig. Um, so I'm sure like film and TV I, no. isn't either, you know. No, so, no. Um, you know, I I really appreciate that because there are times when you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but is yeah. This for anything, I mean, right? Yes. <laughs> I think we all have been there. And, you know, it can be kind of a dark place and a low place. But, you know, having that support and, and knowing that it does matter um, is wonderful. And I love talking to, you know, our people. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you're always going to be welcome to come on if you have anything. To oh, yes. If you just want to hang out. You. So, so absolutely. Yeah, uh, honestly, if I, there's new news, which I'm hoping. Um, oh, also one little thing mm -hmm. for anyone wanting some Christmas horror with okay. a little spice. Uh -huh. If you go on Amazon, I have a short ebook called Las Posadas. Mm -hmm. And it is, yeah, it's a bit of horror Christmas spice. Yes, oh, Las Posadas. As we, as we 
furiously <laughs> go to Amazon and, and type that in so we can get it. Um, yeah, it's a, just a novelette. It's really short. It's extremely short. It was a short story that I, I lengthened for Christmas huh? and just as a little bonus. What is yeah. your What is your bookography now? Like how many total books or novels do you have under your belt now? Um, I don't know, six or seven, 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 eight, wow. seven, eight. Yeah, it's yeah. it's getting there. And then I have more coming out next year. So, um, yeah, yeah. Man, how often do you write? Like, what's your schedule look like? This is my full time gig. Oh, okay. So every every book people buy, you know, sharing, retweet, reviewing, leaving a rating, it all counts. It all matters because this is like my my gig. So yeah, mm -hmm. I appreciate anytime people, you know, buy the book, they share it. It's just fantastic. And I'm so appreciative of the readers and reviewers out there because it does make a difference. And, you know, if writers, you know, that they, they don't take the time for their readers, I mean, they're the ones keeping you in business. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, you've got to make time. And no. I love, I love, I love the readers. Like, it's just nice to interact and talk shop and talk stories. Mm -hmm. I love no, maybe it. maybe Sophia, if you're nice to V, she'll let us give away one of her books on a future stream or something. Like <laughs> yeah, it. you should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can absolutely send you guys after Christmas because in the UK there, um, right. we're getting a, we're having a postal strike. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. so we're having a postal strike. <laughs> so, ah, but um, yeah, absolutely. I I'm more than happy to. Uh, contribute a book for a giveaway. I'd love to. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd Thank love, you. Yeah, we'd love to do that. yeah, absolutely. Um, I do know because I do connect with a few people in the UK mm -hmm. that there isn't, there is a, there's a Colombian uh, sort of community in the UK. I do. I do. Oh. I, I know a couple of uh, people on Twitter that are, that are from Colombia and I had um, a couple of cousins that moved to the UK because there was a couple of Colombian restaurants that they were working at. So I do know oh, maybe, nice. you know, so, so I, I'm, I'm sure there's some, there's, and you're in, you're in London, right? Do you ever get yeah, out to yeah, like yeah. the, uh, the, the smaller cities or do you, I try you, to go. Have you adopted a soccer team? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I am just like, no. <laughs> and, um, I, I'm not, no. Uh, oh. But yeah, I, I I do drive around England. I love exploring different areas and different parts um, of the country. It's pretty cool. Nice, nice. So thank you for um, for everybody that's that's joined in. We are wrapping up here with uh, V Castro, author, and Hi. hopefully soon to be um, a major motion picture. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you I go would love to. It. And I would that we're we're putting it out there. We're putting out. Putting we're it manifesting out. it. Yes, it's, we are manifesting it. It's yes, not. It's are. not a goal until you write it down or you say it out loud. So mm -hmm. that's I, definitely. Oh yes, I've got <laughs> all of my petitions. <laughs> So we go to uh, make sure you guys go to vcastrostories.com and you'll be able to find out find out about her. Um, and then uh, you can read about the author. It's a very yes. uh, a little, little sexy little <laughs> author picture there from her. You know? yeah, I <laughs> drive, drive some numbers with that picture. Yeah, there you, get, that. you get you get more flies with honey. Exactly. <laughs> we had to put it's that working. on. The, we, got, we had. I was like, ooh, that picture's going on the thumbnail. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we already have Sophia um, 
are you saggy at Sophia or are you saggy still for uh, saggy, like, yeah. saggy yeah. okay so yeah anyway oh so we we have uh so you got a director here you got an actress and um if um if things happen if you have to do it with a big budget you you do it with a big budget if you have to do it on the indie level then you do it on the indie level so you know you got to make at some point you got to make we got to make one of your movies honestly i am absolutely you know read through mestiza blood Choose a short story or out of choose out of Atzlan. Uh, Sophia, you would be amazing in Goddess of Filth, actually. I think you would be, you would, you would be, yeah. You should, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All, right. Read, but, All right. Yeah, honestly, read out of Atzlan or read um, Mestiza Blood, and I'm happy to do an indie thing with one of the short stories to get it going. Honestly, I'd love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we could do like the equivalent of the Stephen King Dollar Babies. Uh, have you? Are you guys familiar with that? Are you familiar with the Dollar Babies or at no. all for Stephen King? No. Stephen King, and this is for all filmmakers out there. Stephen King has a thing called Dollar Babies, which means that for one dollar, he will uh, oh, yeah. rent you. He will rent you the rights to any of his short stories. Mm -hmm. So if any filmmaker out there wants to take one of Stephen King's shorts mm -hmm. for one dollar, you send him a, a buck, and and you have the right to 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 adapt any of his stories, which is really cool. So I always like it when authors put stuff like that out there. So you know, yeah, absolutely. I would write. I would totally write the screenplay, and we'd just get get it going. But yeah, check out those check out those two short story collections and yeah because they're they're easy enough to do something really fun in indie um and yeah out of atzlan yeah, yeah 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 there's some cool stories in there and they're and they're easy enough to shoot you get hired to either uh do like a 22 or you got an offer in front of you this is always my dis and that questions you get a oh, yeah. you get you can spend the next 20 weeks on a book tour all across mm -hmm. Europe and the USA, mm -hmm. or you can spend the next 20 weeks adapting a story for an alien prequel. So you can sit in a room and write a script for an alien prequel, or you can go on book tour for a new alien book for 20 weeks. Write Which one do you script. choose? Write the script. Write the script. Oh. Put her in a room. Girl, uh-uh. Yeah, for me, I got, I got, I got goals. Okay, uh -huh. I, the script, a hundred percent, the script. All right. I love. I'm that. a hermit. I always joke like I'm a hermit. I, I don't go. I don't go nowhere. <laughs> really? So you, you're kind of a reckless. You enjoy staying in and writing and yeah. What are your hours? Do you work normal? Yeah, nine, nine to five yeah. hours. Yeah, and then yeah. You stop writing. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless okay. like you know, when my kids are around, and if there's something that's pressing, then I'll write at night. But yeah, mm. okay, sounds healthy. And we were going to ask you about this. Um, how did? What was your? Uh, what was your reaction to the Queen? Oh yes. Oh, I don't know. I don't were, you, were you were you like die die conquistadors die or were you like oh, was, was 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 were people really like that freaked out about it over there? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, and and I was just like walking people, around sad. Yeah. Did people around you cry? Yeah, that's a yeah. <laughs> and you can see it on the news. I was like, I mean, she was old. Yeah, she, had a good life. she was rich and old. She had a full life. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly was like, we get a holiday, okay? Like, that's like disruption. My kids are not in school. Uh, 
Wait, kids <laughs> went home during the grieving t- period? Yeah, they had a day off. Oh. oh, they got to grieve. Come on. Interesting. It's a major thing. There was a 90-year-old woman that died. Oh, course. they must love it. They must be like, I don't know what happened, but this is amazing. <laughs> we got a day off. And I wanted to do one. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to Lord. do uh, one die, conquistador die. You know, um, absolutely, absolutely. You know, because we're boycotting the World Cup because Mexico and Uruguay both lost. Um, but um, but I did. I was rooting for Morocco and when they were playing Spain. And I I do get a certain I do get a certain level of like happiness when I see white people in the Spaniards like sad okay. for some reason. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A little bit. A little oh, bit. Like right. just like they had a shot of like these two little Spanish kids like like crying in the stands, and I was like. <laughs> Like, You're like, yeah. <laughs> you should, you God. should, you should go get on a boat and go home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I saw this. I wanted to share with you guys. We'll do a little yeah. palate cleanser and then we'll get out of everybody's way. Uh, here yeah. we go. Televisa presenta. This is Andor as a telenovela. Oh my god, it was so awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's so accurate. <laughs> so painful. I know. This I would watch. <laughs> TikTok, I am I am Melly McKenzie on TikTok. Oh my god, I love it. Not now. That was badass. That was yeah, badass. That was great. I love the internet sometimes. <laughs> I know, well, right? That was yeah. the best thing I saw. All right, so mm-hmm. it's it's nine o'clock here. Uh, the dogs are hungry, and uh, it's it's wrapping down for the UK. So I do want to thank uh, I do want to thank uh, Miss V Castro Violet yeah. for joining Honestly, us thank today. Thank you, thank you, thank I you really so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. We love what, what are, you're doing with your stuff and for the community. So thank you. What did we oh, learn today? That means so much to me. Yeah, we learned that we have a badass uh, Latina writer holding it down yeah. in the UK. She's got mm-hmm. six or seven books that you can check out. Go to bcastrostories.com and find yep. her books. Find her on Amazon, Amazon support her. Yep. She's coming Barnes to Comic-Con hopefully next year, so we'll be able to yep. say hi. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just did London Comic-Con. That was pretty fun. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And I did San Diego in summer. Oh, so. man, we missed you. Just by missed but we'll, we'll, we, I'm going to be sending you some links to some of our work so you can see Sophia in action and myself. I would love that. I yeah. would love that. And I will I'll say, you. in my defense, I've taken acting classes since stop. and gotten a lot be better. Okay? Okay? Be quiet. Be quiet. Hey, stop. Stop. You're probably amazing. Shit. Stop it. Stop it. 
Stop it. All right. And thank you, uh, DevKiss, for showing us. Thank you, Polly, for stopping by. Thank you, everybody that stopped by. We're going to be uh, actually we're going to save that giveaway for when we have one of these books uh, to give away later in the year or after Christmas. We'll, yeah, we'll let's do, that. do it after Christmas when all yeah. the strikes are over. Yeah, and then yeah, as soon as you got other stuff, or if you just want to hang one day, because we do like uh, anonymous advice, we do pop culture stuff. So you know, if there's another time that you you, you're getting bored, just hit us up. We'll have you on. Absolutely, perfect. All right, so thank you everybody for for joining us today. An early morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna feed you right now. Relax. Good morning. (laughs) Wow. It's like it's like it's nine. He's he's like it's nine a.m. What the hell? I know. Everybody's like, oh my god, why does she have so much energy that early? Meanwhile, it's evening here. <laughs> Meanwhile, my, my other dogs are still sleeping, but the young one is Aww. like, come on, it's breakfast. Yeah, I know. Mine started yelping too during the pod. I'm like, what do you need? Please. Uh, so, uh, V, thank you very much. If thank you want to hang out for like 60 seconds, we'll come back and do a post real quick. But for everybody else, thank you very much for joining us. Bye. Thank the show, you, everyone. Live direct. Thank you for uh, thanks for everybody in. for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe, share the streams, and you can go to me, Hent, this show. Just find us anywhere you get your podcast. Me, Hent, the show. It's helping us a lot. We're doing like 300 plus downloads mm-hmm. an episode. And that's thanks to you, the listeners, the viewers. We record live on Thursdays and the pod goes out live to all podcast locations on Monday or Tuesday mornings. Mm-hmm. Thank you out, mi gente. Gracias. Hasta luego. All right, we're out. Vamos, papá, hay que irnos. Me estoy aguantando desde que pusieron el domo. Puedes despegar. Muchas personas trabajaron en esta película y solo quieren que se aprendan sus nombres de memoria. Y yo quiero asegurarme de que ningún animal resultó lesionado durante la filmación de esta película. ¡Listo! ¡Uy, palomitas en el suelo! Pero parece que Maggie tiene algo que decir. Es la primera palabra.